Today we learn about heat. This heat we can call fire. So how many types of fires are there in the mind? The heat or fire in the mind has three types. The fire of raga, greed or lust, burns up living beings to have sexual desire and delight in all the sense pleasures. The fire of dosa, anger, burns up our minds to harm and kill, even to the point of going to war that causes many deaths. This is just from delusion, because of having no mindfulness and no wisdom. So if we are to put out the fire of raga, or put out the fire of dosa, we have to put it out through having mindfulness. The fire of dosa is put out through metta, goodwill. The fire of moha, delusion, is put out through having wisdom. As for the fire of raga, we need to have wisdom as well, to see the truth that we are all born and are deluded. We see that which is not beautiful as beautiful, that which is not permanent, the mind says is permanent, that which is suffering, we say is having happiness, that which is not self, we say is self. This is vipalasa, or wrong view, which affects each mind and heart, whether being a monk or a lay person. So there are these three fires, the fire of raga, the fire of dosa, the fire of moha, and it's like this constantly. The fire of raga, we call in Pali, ragaki, the fire of raga. This is the feeling of delight that can arise when the eyes see forms, ears hear sounds, nose smells odors, tongue contacts flavors, seeing something that is beautiful and attractive, sounds that are pleasant sounding, odors that are of a nice aroma, or physical sensations that are pleasant and we feel are worth seeking out and worth possessing. Then arises dunha, craving, and upadana, clinging, arises. If we have contentment, and live with sila dhamma, moral conduct, not causing harm to others, then it can be okay. So sila dhamma is necessary to have in our relationships. As for the fire of dosa, it burns inside. Displeasure, discontent and irritation arises. Then there is anger and ill will. Usually we're able to speak nice words, but when anger arises, our speech sounds unpleasant. We don't like something we've experienced. We don't like all the sense experiences, all the forms, sounds, odors, flavors, bodily sensations that we've experienced. We don't like them. We feel upset. And the mental formations that arise with the mind, that we remember and perceive, which is Dhamma Aramana and Sanya, arise with the mind, and we don't like it as well. We don't want to experience it. Because we are a good person, we want to get good things. We want to have good moods. We want good thoughts. We don't want to be angry with anyone. We don't want to harm anyone. But when we have the fire of dosa, it proliferates out, and the anger leads to spite and maliciousness to come up. Or experiences we remember and perceive that we don't like, they upset and offend us. This leads to rage to arise, it leads to hatred to arise, in this present moment. 
even our actions that we do ourselves, we may not do it according to our satisfaction, or we do it and it doesn't go the way we like or want it to. So we don't like ourselves. We dislike ourselves and we get angry at ourselves. We have ill will towards ourselves. Like Venerable Ajahn Chah said that we people, sometimes we don't get angry at others, but get angry at ourselves and have ill will for ourselves. This is not right, okay? And even in Dhamma practice, we know that we must try to sit meditation and try to walk meditation, but sometimes we can't do it. And this leads us to get angry and hate ourselves. We have ill will towards ourselves, we have malice towards ourselves. And this happens a lot, so we have to be careful too. This is the fire of dosa. It can harm the body, it can start wars, it can lead to chaos. One can be offended a tiny bit and lack patience and forbearance, and then stab and kill, cause harm to others, even over just little things. Especially in this present day society, we people really lack patience and forbearance. This noble quality has disappeared. Because whatever we do, we want it done quickly. It can't be done slowly. When it's slow, then it bothers and displeases us. People say things and it offends others easily. Just small things like driving around and scraping one another, and then one can even harm another and cause them to die. It happens a lot, so we have to be really careful. Even monks going on arms round and dislike in a layperson comes up. The layperson had no weapon, but he had a car. So he drove and hit that monk. Here we can see that the car can be a weapon. These are the machines in the modern era, so we have to be careful. Even a mobile phone can be a weapon. So we have a vinya rule not to speak and teach Dhamma to one who is angry and in a rage. And for the lay people it is the same. If the other person is angry, we don't reprimand them, don't speak, don't tell them off or speak harshly to them. That person may have anger come up and they could use their phone and hit you. They could harm you. So we can see that in the present day there are dangers arising like this. We have to be careful of the fire from others as well. But the important one is our own fire. The fire that is greater than this is the fire of moha, delusion. What is the fire of moha like? They say it's like one is burning firewood or coal. The hot fire smoulders inside. It is hot and sizzling inside. We have boredom, have loneliness, have discouragement, feel depression, or are indifferent to experiences. This is the fire of delusion as well. There is no benefit arising. Or sometimes one is mentally distracted over anger and ill will. We sleep and think that we have to harm them. We lie down all night and think over and over about it all night, just over some words that weren't to our liking. It may not even be that much, but we have to resolve it like our life is on the line. We have to stir them up and make them suffer. Like in the past, in the Buddha's time, there was a very rich man who said something that displeased a poor person who was sleeping, homeless. The rich man said, something to criticize the poor person, that, how can you sleep like this? Sleeping like this is getting in the way of others. Just that much, and the poor person got angry. The fire came up already, and he was furious. 
he wanted to harm that rich person. So he cut off the feet of the cows the rich person owned, and he burnt down the kuti dwelling that the rich person had built to offer to the Buddha. But the rich person was happy that he could now offer a new kuti to the Buddha. The poor person's fire in his heart was reduced, and he thought that, I have harmed him to this extent, but the rich person is happy that he could make merit, and also did not get angry or have ill will to me. So he felt regretful. He could accept that he was the one who did it, and was in the wrong. And he asked for forgiveness from the rich person as well. So there are even extreme cases like this in regards to the fire of anger. But the fire of delusion lasts a long time. It's like the rust that corrodes our mind over a long time. It has a lot of drawbacks. And there are the fires that diminish quickly and the ones that diminish slowly. For example, when we are angry, sometimes we can be angry for a long time. It can be a day or even many days until we're able to get over it. The anger has gripped the heart. In Pali it says, there is nothing that grips like dosa. Something that holds, like superglue, or something that binds this thing and that thing firmly for a long time, it says, can't compare against dosa. Dosa grips the mind and heart, and it's not easy to loosen. It's hard to release. It's hard to overcome. If it has arisen, we have mindfulness and follow and watch it first. Sometimes we have spread metta already, we have contemplated death already, but the anger doesn't release from the heart. It offends us like that. We have a sense of self, an I, a me, and them. So establish mindfulness well. Right now, the fire of dosa has arisen. It has taken hold of our mind. So try to contemplate. In a little while, it's not sure, it may cease already. So we know, oh, this anger is simply just anger. It's not me. Awicca, delusion, makes our mind proliferate. And when we have passa, sense contact, we don't like it. Then we attach to the mood of anger as being me and mine. Afterwards, the conditioned phenomena of anger will pass away according to nature. It's not us. So we follow it with knowing. We keep watching it and contemplating along with it until we're able to contemplate it more rapidly. We can overcome it so our heart can have peace and more coolness in the mind and heart arises. So we do this by having Dhamma, which is metta, compassion, sympathetic joy, equanimity, what we call the four sublime abidings. It is like the water that will put out the fire. It's a samadhi, concentration that will keep the anger under control. And the Buddha said that sila dhamma is necessary. We have kanti dhamma, we patiently endure. Even if anger arises a lot, we count from 1 to 100. If we are a little bit angry, then count from 1 to 10. If it's just a flash of anger or a tiny bit, we just count 1 to 5. But if we're quick, we can count just 1. We have mindfulness. This is our mind that is being ukatitanyo or vipatitanyo. We know quickly. But in this era, people are generally neyapukala. 
This is like we have to keep hitting and whipping the horse for it to run. If one doesn't hit the horse, the horse won't run. So our mind, we must hit and strike it often, until it will practice and see the drawbacks of not practicing. So we must contemplate often. We must be careful of our mind and struggle with it. So there is a method to overcome anger. When anger arises, how to overcome it? We contemplate it. Look at what it is that one is furious about. Will it stay for long? Is it anger that comes up quickly, but goes away quickly? Sometimes we get angry, but it takes a long time to overcome it. We contemplate and see that this anger is very dangerous. If we die when we're angry, we can go be born way over there as an animal, be a hungry ghost, or drop down to hell. We have to be careful. We have to see what we're angry about. We can't have it all go our way. We don't like what we have experienced. So we have a look to see what is it that goes our way. This body of ours, we don't want it to get old. We don't want pain. We don't want it to die. But can it go according to our wishes? We can't have it our way. When we can't get our way, then what is it outside of this body that we can desire for? What can we attach and cling to? They all do not stay permanently or last forever. So we look like this. We have to train in this. And even having taught the mind already, the anger still is there. Like we can determine that, today I will not get angry at anyone. I will not have ill will towards anyone. I will not harm anyone. Because the noble being, the Sotapanna, stream enterer, still has anger, has greed, has delusion, but they do not have ill will. They have anger, but they don't have ill will. They have delusion, but they live with Sila Dhamma. Even having greed, wanting to get and have, but they don't harm anyone. Even though they have wealth, they save it to consume, to use it to support their life and to make merit and barami. But when anger arises, they don't have thoughts of ill will towards anyone because they see that anger is not good. They try to suppress the anger down. In terms of enemies that makes us suffer, there is no enemy that is as vicious as the mental defilements in our heart. We have to see that what has made us angry, we must have done it before to them. We have done the bad karma before, and so we must meet them again. We see their face and straight away don't like it. But some people see others' face and like them straight away. This is an example. So we have to be very careful with our mind. We know that the fire has arisen. We don't speak, don't reprimand, don't speak badly. We establish mindfulness that we won't speak harshly to anyone. We won't harm anyone. Won't have malice to anyone. Won't have ill will to anyone. Because we want to be a Sotapanna and be able to close off the lower realms in this life. So may you be firmly intent to make the mind peaceful, to have metta, compassion, sympathetic joy and equanimity, and be intent in dana, sila, bhavana, or sila, samadhi and panya. May you grow in blessings.